0: SeekNet presents Stories for Children. The power of our prayers is greater than we can even dream. this is a true story sent to Siknet by Navdeep Kaur from Sydney, Australia. And it's a story of her childhood. The winter days were very, very cold. In the small dark room in the corner of her house, she sat in a wooden chair. And comforted her brother in her lap her brother was very sick with an infection in his lungs and he was even unable to speak he didn't even want anyone to switch on the lights for almost three full days she sat there in the dark knowing that she had a science exam coming up at school but nothing could comfort her more than comforting her lovely miraculous brother who was lying in his sister's warm lap the three days passed and it was now the morning of the midterm examination her supposed three days of preparing for the exam had passed without her having read a single word. But she didn't feel even a hint of nervousness or fear. Her mind was completely at rest. She was filled with the peace of knowing that she had done what she really needed to do. And in her heart, she knew that she had everything to gain and nothing to lose. Her mom arrived home at 8.15 in the morning, tired from working a night shift. She handed over her little brother to her mom and she hurriedly got her things together for school. Without even changing her dress, she headed to the porch to get her bicycle for the 40-minute ride to college. As she pulled the bicycle out, it rolled heavily. What? A rear tire was punctured. It was too early for any of the shops to be open yet in such cold weather, and the sun wouldn't rise until after 10 o'clock in the morning. Having no choice, she rushed to her friend's home, which was a seven-minute walk away. Although her friend was studying at the same college as she, it was already too late. She'd left ten minutes before. She asked her friend's mom if she could lend her her bicycle for the day. But she couldn't find the keys to the bike lock. Walking back home in in the chill morning through the deep, dark, endless river of fog on the lonely street, she noticed that all the shops on both sides of the street were shut down. There was not a single sign of life. The silence was deep there was no way to reach the auto stand which was 15 minutes away by bicycle. Though she knew she would lose a full year of school by not sitting for the exam, her mind was still at peace and she felt that nothing could shake her. It was a state of grace. She was now halfway home passing through those lonely streets and still she enjoyed the feeling of having lost nothing. Suddenly a polite and sweet voice came through the morning fog. Daughter, where do you want to go? As she turned around, to her surprise, she saw a rickshaw stopped beside the curb. She stopped at once, feeling a little strange. From where had this man suddenly appeared? She'd never seen a rickshaw in the colony so early in the morning. Before she could think too much, her eyes caught a glimpse of the rickshaw driver. He was wearing a pearly white robe and had a long white beard which was shining in the faint morning light. A pure white turban was wrapped on his head. In between, his red cheeks crinkled with apparent joy, his heavenly smile was radiant, and he seemed surrounded by a bright aura. He looked a completely saintly figure. She'd never seen anyone like this before. But suddenly a feeling of insecurity ran across her mind. She didn't have nearly enough money to pay the driver to take her anywhere near school she only had ten dollars and no rickshaw driver would accept that little for such a journey despite her insecurity and knowing that she had no other choice at this point she gathered up her courage and she asked softly how much with a warm smile the rickshaw man said two dollars she stood shocked was this seemingly saintly man a a, a bad person how could he possibly be asking such a low price she hesitated but she knew this was her only opportunity so she agreed as she put her foot on the rickshaw to climb up she noticed that it was brand new and it was beautifully decorated with colorful and finely painted flowers and elephants She'd never seen such a wonderful and comfortable rickshaw in her whole life. As the rickshaw man started riding through the lonely street, she heard him start murmuring something to himself. Again doubt rose in her mind and she thought to herself, maybe he's not a good man after all. Sitting quite still on the rickshaw seat, she squeezed down her fear for a while the rickshaw man was driving very fast and in two minutes they were on the main road which was much more secure and well lit and her fear began to subside within less than six minutes the rickshaw man had taken her to the front of the auto stop and there was the car preparing to leave for the college It was the only car on the well-lit road. She stepped down from the rickshaw and signaled the car to stop for her. Averting her eyes, she hurriedly handed her ten dollars to the rickshaw man, but he just waved it away with a smile. The thought came to her that maybe he didn't have any change since it was so early in the morning. She turned to the car driver and asked him if he could change a $10 bill so she could give $2 to the rickshaw man. The driver looked at her very strangely, and then she realized that everyone in the car was looking at her as if she were crazy. As she turned her head to look back at the rickshaw, she saw nothing, just the street lights reflecting off the shiny, wet, black surface of the road she gazed back as far as she could standing there clutching her money in her hand stunned she faintly realized that the driver was speaking to her are you coming or not she turned to the other riders did you see the rickshaw everyone just stared at her blankly and no one said anything Bewildered, she sat down in the car, and 15 minutes later she was in front of her college, and as the bell rang at 9 o'clock sharp, she was sitting on her seat in the examination hall. After her examination was over, with $6 remaining in her pocket, she caught the car back to the auto stand and then a rickshaw back to her home where her mother paid the rickshaw driver $10. Her mom served her food and asked her if everything had gone okay. She slowly told her the whole story. And she expressed that she was sorry that the old rickshaw man had not even taken two dollars for his service. And she described how, to her surprise, the rickshaw driver had vanished without a word and how the other people in the car had stared at her so strangely. Her mom chuckled and said, You know, dear, that old rickshaw driver was God himself. That's why he wasn't visible to the car driver and the other people. That's why they looked at you like you were crazy. Suddenly she felt a pang of regret in her heart, and tears filled her eyes. Why couldn't I recognize him? Oh my gosh I even had bad thoughts about him she wondered if he would forgive her being a science student at school she had never believed the story that her mom had told her about the birth of her brother her brother had been born prematurely a month early his lungs were underdeveloped and he couldn't get enough oxygen The doctors told her mother that the baby would probably live only 12 hours or so. As that evening approached, the baby's toenails began turning blue from lack of oxygen. Crying softly, her mother had watched as the fingernails on his tiny hands turned blue as well. The life was draining from his weak body, and his forlorn cries signaled his approaching death. His father had left the hospital. He was simply unable to watch his newborn child dying for no apparent reason. Her mom couldn't help crying and finally she put her hand on the child's head and she started to pray. Her eyes were shut and she concentrated, prayed, and looked to her daughter as if she was in a deep trance. After half an hour of praying deeply with her whole heart, she told her how she had seen a man with a beautiful white beard, wearing a white robe and a white turban. His eyes sparkled and she saw rays of light coming from his entire body. He slowly approached walking between the long lines of beds in the hospital's birthing ward. He stood beside the child and pointed a finger towards him. Her mother had clearly understood the message. Life is given to him by God's order, Hukum, and his name should be Hukum. Her mother watched him silently turn and leave the ward. Suddenly, one of the nurses shook her mother's shoulder, screaming in joy, He's coming back to life! He's coming back to life! Her mother opened her eyes, and she saw a movement in his tiny body. The entire hospital staff gathered to say goodbye to the little one. They were overwhelmed to see this miracle. The most senior doctor pointed upwards with his index finger, and he said, God is great! Now, for the very first time, she believed that story her mother had told her about her brother's miraculous birth. And she understood that God can come to this earth to help you when you're alone and helpless. And she understood that God is not beyond even becoming a rickshaw puller for a poor creature like me. Would you like to hear more stories like this one? Come to seeknet.com slash stories.